Welcome to CUCC's Sermons for Everyone. No matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey, we're glad you've tuned in, and we hope you find meaning in this week's sermon. Each one of us has some show on TV that they love to watch, that they really enjoy and can really relate to. For me, it's been Little House on the Prairie. Seems like that might be kind of odd, but Little House on the Prairie when you go back to the very beginning of the show, we see a mom and dad and three little girls that leave their family of origin. They leave mom and dad's families with their three little girls and they set out to make it on their own, to find a place to call home. Now the setting is in the 1800s and they do finally get to a place where they're going to settle down and stay. A place called Walnut Grove. So the Ingalls get to Walnut Grove and they spend their time building their house and getting the land ready they're out there going to farm the prairie. But the day comes when two of the little girls are ready to go to school. Now, Mary is approximately eight and Laura approximately six. And the one morning, mom and dad send them out the door and send them walking to school. Now, back then, it was the one room school. You had one teacher for all the grades. So as they're walking in there, getting closer to the school, a group of boys step in front of the girls and look at them, giving them the stare down that you're not going past. And little Laura Engel, the younger one, takes one look at them with those eyes and says, we're going through. And they stepped aside and she goes on her way. And as these two girls then get closer to the school, the other kids are watching them. They're keeping their eye on these two girls and the two girls are not feeling very comfortable because they're going into a school, a community where they've not been before. So the two of them walk in and stand at the back of the schoolroom, and finally the teacher, Miss Beadle, invites them to come forward, and they introduce themselves, and the teacher says to them, first to the older one, can you read? And she says, well, yes, I can read. And then Miss Beadle says to the younger girl, well, Miss Beadle, I know my ABCs, 
And she says, well, that will be just fine. Invites the girls to go have a seat. They sit down. And here's the little girl sitting just across from them who looks at them in a real snide voice and says, you're country girls. And the two girls are ready to just curl up inside of themselves. I share this story because it's about belonging. Everybody wants to belong in a community, and a school is a community all of itself. And these two girls want to belong. Well, in our reading today, we have Jesus who is about to embark on his ministry, to begin his ministry. And we have John the Baptist there. And the two encounter each other. And Jesus is asking John to baptize him. And of course, the response was, me baptize you? You see, John the Baptist was already a radical in that time. And Jesus had grown up in the synagogue. He was actually a Jewish rabbi. Now, the tradition of the church at this time was that all these rituals had to happen within the synagogue. And here's John the Baptist out there. He's baptizing people outside of the synagogue, out in the river. So he's already being frowned upon by the religious leaders of the time. So so Jesus looks to John to baptize him. John already knew, and we're not told how John knew, but he knew that Jesus was the chosen one, and John did not feel worthy of baptizing him. Because after all, John's ministry was about baptizing those who were not part of the church. It was about forgiveness. It was about the belief that John had that God's kingdom was soon to come. And John wanted everyone to be included. Everyone. So he's offering baptism to everyone that comes to him. Now, according to the tradition of the church, if you were Jewish, member of the church, you didn't need baptism. According to the church, you were already in good standing. But according to John the Baptist, everyone needs baptism. And John wanted everyone to be included when God's kingdom came. 
So here's John out there baptizing everyone. Here's John trying to include everyone, even the Gentiles. Now the Gentiles were considered second-class citizens in this time. So Gentiles, whether you were in the synagogue or not, if you wanted to join the church, you had to be baptized within the church. But here's John baptizing even the second-class citizens out there in the Jordan. You see, John wanted everyone to be part of this community. When we look at our world today, we see many a people who feel like they're on the outside, that they're just looking in, like they're not part of a community. During the week, I work as a pastoral counselor and a mental health counselor, and I hear the stories of all these people who just want to belong. I hear stories from high school kids that are being picked on and teased who just want to be part of the regular class. I hear stories from parents who are in, who have spent their majority of their life thus far raising their kids and their whole life has been centered around their kids. And suddenly they wake up one day and realize they don't belong anywhere. Their friends have all moved on and they're alone. And all they want to do is belong. We have so many people who just want to belong that don't have the opportunity or don't know where to look for that opportunity to belong. I often find myself saying to some of the people that come in for counseling, have you tried the church? And they say, but I don't believe that stuff. And I say, but that's not what church is all about completely. There is more than that. It's about community. It's about how did Jesus build his disciples. He found common people that were outsiders and he brought them in and made them disciples and made them feel part of the community. And so I say to some of these people who say, well, I don't know about the church. And I say, well, I'll tell you what. For me, I want you to just go to one of their coffee hours or one of their Bible studies or just an event that the church has. You don't even have to go to the worship. Just go to an event that they're having there and see if you meet people and you begin to connect with people because God's community is about connecting with people and feeling like you belong. It's about being part of a community. 
And so with John the Baptist, he's out there trying to make everybody feel part of the community. The church does offer community for people, but often it's the people are afraid to come in because they're afraid they might not believe what somebody else believes. And the more I talk to people, the more I realize we don't all believe exactly the same thing. And that's what's so wonderful about the church. We have the opportunity to come in, to talk with people, to talk with the pastor, to talk with others, and to find out what makes them feel like they belong to the church. Then there's the exciting part of the gospel today. The part when we hear, when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. This is certainly not what John was expecting was going to happen. When someone is baptized in the church, we never know how the Holy Spirit is going to work within them. But baptism offers the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to join and be part of the person, not knowing what difference it's going to make. You know, there are some churches that say, well, you have to baptize as an infant. There are other churches that say, you have to baptize in a, as an adult. But does Jesus say which it needs to be? No, Jesus wants everyone to come unto him, whether an adult, whether a child. Jesus invites everyone to be baptized. Jesus invites everyone to know that God's Spirit is there for them too. The ritual of baptism is a way of opening the doors and beginning new possibilities for people. Some time ago, I had a neighbor girl who said, if I join the church, will you baptize me? And I said, absolutely. Now, she was 13. And so the day came, and she was baptized. And a few days later, she said to me, but I don't understand. 
I thought the Holy Spirit would come upon me and I'd be like Jesus and the heavens would open. And I said, give it time. You don't know when the Holy Spirit will be there. And then I said, and I want to remind you, keep your heart open and your eyes open because when the Holy Spirit is knocking at your door, you want to be open to hearing that. It was an eye-opening experience to have somebody who actually could articulate that they were expecting a miracle of some sort to happen. But we're not Jesus. We are disciples of his. That's not to say miracles aren't happening every day, because they are. And sometimes we have our eyes so closed we don't see them. But they are out there, and they are happening. So when we invite people to come check out a church, to come join us for a church, we open the possibility for God to bring a new person, a new person into the community of Jesus Christ. And in this community, we know that anything is possible. We know that belonging happens. We know that God will be there to greet even the new people that come to the community. We know that the Holy Spirit will be there for those who have walked away and are coming back. All we have to do is allow God's Holy Spirit to work within the community and within ourselves. Amen. <laughs>